0: Chapter 16 and 17 Quick Brahma Gyan. These two chapters relate the story of a rich gentleman who wanted Brahmagyan quickly from Sai Baba. Preliminary The last chapter described how Mr. Sandolkar's vow of small offering was completed and accepted. In this story, Sai Baba showed that he would accept with appreciation any small thing offered with love and devotion. But if the same thing was offered with pride and haughtiness, he would reject it. Being himself full of Sat-Chitananda, pure consciousness, knowledge and bliss, he did not care much for mere outward formalities. But if an offering was made in a humble spirit, the same was welcome and he accepted it with pleasure and In fact, there is no person more generous and benevolent than a Sadguru, like Sai Baba. He cannot be compared to the Chintamani jewel, the Kalpatru, the celestial tree which fulfills our desires, or the Kamadhenu, the celestial cow which yields what we desire. They give us only what we desire. But the Sadguru gives us the most precious thing. That is inconceivable and inscrutable, the reality. Now let us hear how Sai Baba disposed of a rich man who came to him and implored him to give him Brahma Kyan. There was a rich gentleman. Unfortunately, his name and whereabouts are not mentioned. Who was very prosperous in his life. He had amassed a large quantity of wealth, houses and lands, and had many servants and dependents. When Baba's fame reached his ears, he said to a friend that he was not in want of anything and so he would go to Shirdi and ask Baba to give him Brahma Gyan, which if he got would certainly make him more happy. His friend dissuaded him, saying, it is not easy to know Brahma and especially so for an avaricious man like you, who is always engrossed in wealth, wife and children. Who will, in your quest of Brahmagyan, satisfy you, who does not give away even a paisa in charity? Not minding his friend's advice, the fellow engaged a return journey to Honga and came to Shirdi. He went to the masjid, saw Sai Baba, fell at his feet and said, Baba, hearing that you show Brahma to all who come to you, I too have come here all the way from my distant place. I am much fatigued by the journey and if I get Brahma Gyan from you, my troubles will be well paid and rewarded. Baba then replied, Oh, my dear friend, do not be anxious. I shall show you Brahma. Many people come to me and ask me for wealth, health, power, honour, position, cure of diseases and other temporal matters. Rare is the person who comes to me and asks for Brahma Gyan. There is no dearth of people asking for worldly things. But people interested in spiritual matters are very rare. I think it is a fortune and auspicious moment when people like you come and ask me for Brahmagyan. So forthwith, I show to you with pleasure, Brahma, with all its accompaniments and complexities. Saying this, Baba started to show him Brahma. He made him sit there and engaged him in some other talk and thus made him forget his question for the time being. Then he called a boy and told him to go to one Nandu Marwadi and get from him a loan of rupees five. The boy left and returned immediately, saying that Nandu was absent and his house was locked. Then Baba asked him to go to Bala Grocer and get from him the said loan. This time also, the boy was unsuccessful. This experiment was repeated again twice or thrice with the same result. Sai Baba was, as we know, the living and moving Brahma incarnate. Then, someone may ask, why did he want the partly sum of 5 rupees and why did he try hard to get it? In reality, he did not want this sum at all. He must have known fully that Nandu and Bala were absent and he seemed to have adopted this procedure as a test for the seeker of Brahma. That gentleman had a roll of bundle of currency notes in his pocket, and if he was really earnest, he would not have sat quiet and be a mere onlooker when Baba was frantically trying to get a partly sum of rupees five. He knew that Baba would keep his word and repay his debt, and that the sum wanted was insignificant. Still, he could not make up his mind and advance the sum. Such a man wanted from Baba the greatest thing in the world, that is, the Pramha-gyan. Any other man who really loved Baba would have given him rupees 5 at once, instead of being a mere onlooker. It was otherwise with this man. He advanced no money, nor did he sit silent, but began to be impatient. And he was in a haste to return and implored Baba saying Oh Baba please give me Brahma Gyan soon. Baba replied Oh my dear friend did you not understand all the procedure that I went through sitting in this place for enabling you to see Brahma? It is in short this for seeing Brahma one has to give five things that is surrender five things that is five pranas, vital forces, five senses mind, intellect and ego. This path of Brahmagyan or self-realization is as hard as treading on the edge of a razor. Sai Baba then gave a rather long discourse on the subject, the purport of which is given below. Qualifications for Brahmagyan or self-realization. First, Mumukshu or intense desire to get free. He who thinks that he is bound and that he should get free from bondage and works earnestly and resolutely to that end and does not care for any other thing is qualified for the spiritual life. Second, Virakti or a feeling of non-attachment with the things of this world and the next. Unless a man feels disgusted with the things, emoluments and honours which his actions would bring in this world and the next, he has no right to enter into the spiritual realm. Third, Antarmukha That is, introversion. Our senses have been created by God with a tendency to move outward, And so, man always looks outward and not inward. He who wants self-realization and immortal life must turn his gaze inwards and look to his inner self. Fourth, Catharsis Eliminating all base ideas and emotions Unless a man has turned away from wickedness and stopped from doing wrong and has entirely composed himself, and unless his mind is at rest, he cannot gain self-realization, even by means of knowledge. Fifth, right conduct. Unless a man leads a life of truth, penance, and insight, a life of celibacy, he cannot get God realization. Sixth, preferring Shriyas, that's the good, to prayas, that is the pleasant. There are two sorts of things, that is, the good and the pleasant. The former deals with spiritual affairs and the latter with mundane matters. Both these are open to man for acceptance. He has to think and choose one of them. The wise man prefers the good to the pleasant, but the unwise through greed and attachment chooses the pleasant. Seventh, Control of the mind and the senses The body is a chariot and the self is its master. Intellect is the charioteer, and the mind is the reins. The senses are the horses, and sense objects are their paths. He who has no understanding, and whose mind is unrestrained, has his senses unmanageable, like the stray horse of a charioteer, who does not reach his destination, is, gets self-realization, but goes through the rounds of birth and death, but he who has understanding and whose mind is restrained has his senses under control like the good obedient horse of a charioteer reaches the destination That is the state of self-realization where he is not born again. The man who has understanding as his charioteer, guide and is able to rein his mind reaches the end of the journey which is the supreme abode of the all-pervading Vishnu. That's the Lord. 8. Purification of the mind Unless a man discharges satisfactorily and disinterestedly the duties of his station in the life, his mind will not be purified. And unless his mind is purified, he cannot get self-realization. It is only in the purified mind that vivek, disattachment, to the unreal, crop up and lead to the self-realization. Unless egoism is dropped, avarice got rid of and the mind made desireless, that's pure, self-realization is not possible. The idea that I am the body is a great delusion and attachment to this idea is the cause of bondage. Leave off this idea and attachment therefore if you want to reach the goal of self-realization. 9. The Necessity of a Guru The knowledge of the self is so subtle and mystic that no one can by their own individual effort ever hope to attain it. So the help of another person, teacher who has himself got self-realization is absolutely necessary. What others cannot give with great effort and pains can be easily gained with the help of such a teacher, for he has walked on the path himself and can easily take the disciple step by step on the ladder of spiritual progress. 10. And lastly, grace of the Lord is the most essential thing. When the Lord is pleased with anybody, He gives him Vivek and Vairagya and takes him safe beyond the ocean of mundane existence. The self cannot be gained by the study of Vedas, nor by intellect, nor by learning. He whom the self chooses gains it. To him, the self reveals its nature, says the Katha Upanishad. After the desertion was over, Baba turned to the gentleman and said, Well, sir, there is in your pocket the Brahma in the form of 50 times of 5, that is 250 rupees. Please take that out." The gentleman took out from his pocket the bundle of currency notes and to his great surprise found on counting them that there were 25 notes of 10 rupees each. Seeing this omniscience of Baba, he was moved and fell at Baba's feet and craved for his blessings. Then Baba said to him, Roll up your bundle of Brahma. That is currency notes. Unless you completely get rid of your avarice or greed, you will not get the real Brahma. How can he, whose mind is engrossed in wealth, progeny and prosperity, expect to know the Brahma without removing his attachment from them? The illusion of attachment or the love for money is a deep eddy whirlpool of pain full of crocodiles in the form of conceit and jealousy. He who is desireless can alone cross this whirlpool. Greed and Brahma are asunder as poles. They are eternally opposite to each other. Where there is greed, there is no room for thought or meditation of the Brahma. Then how can a greedy man get dispassion and salvation? For a greedy man, there is no peace, neither contentment nor steadiness. If there be even a little trace of greed in mind, all the sadhanas, spiritual endeavours are of no avail. Even the knowledge of a well-read man who is not free from the desire of the fruit or reward of his actions is futile and can't help him in getting self-realisation. The teachings of a guru are of no use to a man who is full of egoism and who thinks about the sense objects. Purification of mind is absolutely necessary. Without it, all other spiritual endeavors are nothing but useless show and pomp. It is therefore better for one to take only what one can digest and assimilate. My treasury is full and I can give anyone what he wants, but I have to see whether he is qualified to receive my gift. If you listen to me carefully, you will be certainly benefited. While sitting in this masjid, I never speak any untruth. When a guest is invited to a house, all the members of the household and other friends and relations that happen to be present are entertained along with the guest. So, all those that are present in the masjid at that time could partake of the spiritual feast that was served by Baba for the rich gentleman. After getting Baba's blessings, one and all, including the gentleman, left the place quite happy. Content. Special Characteristics of Baba There are many saints who leaving their houses stay in forest, caves or hermitages and in solitude in order to get liberation or salvation for themselves. They do not care for other people and are always self-absorbed. Sai Baba was not of such a type. He had no home, no wife, no progeny nor any relations, near or distant. Still, he lived in the world, society. He begged his bread from four to five houses, always lived at the foot of the neem tree, carried on worldly dealings and taught all the people how to act and behave, living in this world. Rare are sadhus and saints who after attaining God-vision, strive for the welfare of the people. Sai Baba was the foremost of these And therefore, Hemadpan says, Blessed is the country, blessed is the family and blessed are the chaste parents where this extraordinary, transcendent, precious and pure jewel, Sai Baba was born. Bow to Shri Sai, peace to all. Om Sai Ram.